Hey everyone and welcome to our Tuesday edition of the Scouting Report. Hope you all continue to enjoy the podcast. Sharing is the name of the game. Get this podcast out there. Retweet it, post it, share it wherever you can. Whether audio scouting reports or Wednesday specials want to bring you the inside look at what goes on in the scouting world. Last week's Wednesday special with Neil Stratton of Inside the League was fantastic. Tomorrow we will have another guest, Damon Talbot of Draft Diamonds and the Hula Bowl, talking all things football. A can't-miss episode with one of the great men that works in football. Coming up in the next few weeks, we will get insight from strength and conditioning, personnel, and more. You don't want to miss it. Of course, make sure you're liking and subscribing wherever you're at. And with that, let's jump into today's episode. The player we are going to be looking at today, and I'm going to say his full name once, Aditamiwa Adibare. From here on, he's going to be known as Ade, defensive lineman out of Northwestern. That will be a mouthful for scouts. Uh, You can promise that the pronunciation guide will be in every scouting report. And Ade, Adi, you know, whatever he goes by for short, that will be a big part of the uh, vernacular. Either way, a uh, three-star recruit that is uh, high up on boards as scouts get through their initial visits and into 2022 film. This is a guy that uh, Northwestern has been talking about for you know a year and a half, two years now. A uh, player like Ade will end up having anywhere between three and five sets of eyes on him during the season, and by the time the draft comes up, 10 to 12 total sets of eyes. Initial film on Ade says this guy is a player that scouts up the hierarchy will want to take a look at. Anyway, a 2019 enrollee out of North Kansas City, listed as defensive end in his recruiting profile at 6'2", 240 pounds. We'll talk about that height as we go. Not a ton of room um, to go up again at 6'2", coming out of high school. I am sure that kept him off some schools' uh, recruiting boards. He did still have 20 offers with primarily FCS offers, a very bright clear kid clearly based on offers from multiple Ivy League schools as well as Iowa and Washington State and the Power Five with academics and football uh, combination there at Northwestern. I'm sure it was a pretty easy decision and if you've ever been to campus seen what Northwestern has for their football indoor you can understand why he would choose to go there. Gorgeous place one of the most beautiful spots to get to during fall camp practicing outside Right on the lake, you look down the coastline, you see the city. Uh, again, not many places like it. Anyway, a, appeared, as eight, appeared in eight games as a true freshman, worked in a backup role, primarily playing in late and depth situations. Uh, he skipped 2020, played to nine games, started most of them, saw his role grow as the season went, and was a big part of the success they had on defense. In 2021, he then started all 12 games, four and a half sacks, eight and a half tackles for loss. So far in 2022, he has played 60 plus snaps in each game, three games total, one sack, one tackle for loss, 14 total tackles. His impact has been much more than that production would show. I am sure those numbers will continue to go up. With a COVID redshirt possible, he could have an additional year of eligibility, uh, but but he did consider testing the draft last year, so I would expect him to be a part of the 2023 draft class. Barring a disappointing year, I think he will be um, a guy in that class. He is being viewed as a 2023 draft player by scouts. 
Uh, looking at the measurements, nothing here jumps off the page. On the good side, you look at a just over six one and a half. Um, that's going to be something that scouts talked about. He is listed at 275 now. So while the height has stayed the same, looking about 30, 35 pounds added since he came into Northwestern. Great strength and conditioning as well as diet program there. Uh, 33 inch arms. That's a good number. It's going to keep him on the board and as a player that, you know, we'll talk about kicking inside is going to keep him around there. So to his film, what are his strengths? Versatile inside and outside player. This guy, you see him kind of as a base defensive end, more run stopper than pass rush specialist. Um, on the edge, it will be able to kick down. Has the strength to operate as a 4-I and 3-tech. Again, things we'll talk about is pad level. His leverage is strengthened there. You can expect him to be cross-trained at all defensive line positions, and he's going to have a role in each package that a defensive coach will put together. More sub than base is where you'll see this player, but he will have a role. Another one, as we just mentioned, pad level and base. Call it natural pad level at just over 6'1", but he does play with good pad level and leverage, which, which allows him to play with strength and anchor at the point. Hat under hat consistently with hand placement in the pads, in the chest. He's going to make life difficult for bigger offensive linemen who just want to maul. This guy does a good job uh, playing on edges, even when he can play with leverage. So you see him you know, just kind of causing fits for some of these big offensive linemen that want to you know, lock up and play high against some of these guys, some of these big dancing bears. On the weaknesses side, speed on the edge. This guy is more of a left defensive end, uh, as you would think traditionally, more of a run-stopping defensive end playing there. Uh, he does have some pass rush, but he tends to short step in his initial get off. Has some lower half stiffness in terms of his explosion and pass rush speed on the edge. He does have. He is a power and hands-on rusher that is going to be better in tight quarters than on the edge as well. Again, all things we'll talk about as we get through this report. Another weakness, just his frame upside. This player at 275, I would guess, is about maxed out. He may struggle to add the 10 to 15 pounds to really excel inside and see a larger role. I've seen this player in person. It is a really good-looking physique. It is thick. It is tight. It is compact. There's just not a ton of room to grow and add at this point. Height and weight combo. Teams may not be sure where Ade may ultimately play. So, getting into his film, a defensive end that works both strong and weak sides from heavy five to a seven technique, occasionally gets wide out to a nine in base defense. Mostly a one gap player when he's out wide will work as a two gap five technique in some base packages as well. Does kick down to a three tech and four eye in some subgroups and will work all along the interior when they go to pass rush situations. Good athlete, tightly wound with some lower half stiffness, does have sufficient first step ex explosion and speed, but does play with good balance, pad le level, and leverage. Good use of hands at the point in both the run and pass game. Will shoot, lock out, and shed to make plays when he can one gap, and has the awareness to peak and shed when he has to is asked to take on two. He has good burst out of contact and the length and strength to make tackles when he gets his hand on. A power rusher that is better inside and in tight spaces than on the edge. Has a lock and pull to win as well as swipes, flips, and does have some slither on the inside. Again, that pad level and base helps with all that. His best snaps do come as a three-tech inside and pass rush situations where he does well playing on the edges of some of those bigger guards he faces. High motor, good edge, not a nasty finisher, but he's going to do whatever it takes. He's not going to shy away from contact. He's going to do whatever it takes to finish. Does have a few snaps dropping 
would be what you'd call more of a functional jack type backer in a 3-4 defense is going to set edges, use his length to disrupt quarterback vision, not going to be asked to play much in space. So who are my player comparisons? First one is a guy that uh, just got hurt and I really feel for him because uh, yeah, I got to know him a little bit in my time in Atlanta, Stephen Means. Stephen was a late developing defensive end, really found a role in Philly and Atlanta before heading to Baltimore. Um, again, you see a similar hybrid type role for these guys. They can answer a lot of questions on the D-line, back up a lot of spots, maybe not a true starter, um, just lacks the two traits to be a go-to starting player. Hybrid players, though, that have a lot of value in 3-4, 4-3. Um, again, all the heavy sub-defenses that coaches use. Guys that have length, guys that get after it, guys that do things the right way. I see some similarities for these guys. Another one is Puna Ford. Another shorter player with good length. Now, Puna is much heavier, weighing uh, somewhere around 311. You see the body type, a little bit different body types, again, just with the way Puna carries his weight but they have very similar styles. They're asked to do some similar things in that Seattle defense, set the edge, be a effort and uh, you know part-time pass rusher, playing sub, kind of playing multiple spots. Puna was undrafted out of Texas, but he's continued to develop each year to where he is a good player on that defense now. So where do I ultimately see Ade in the NFL? I like what this guy brings to the table in sub-defense, the motor, and I think there are some special teams traits for him. They can allow him to be a part-time guy on maybe two to three units. Again, doing things the right way, being reliable, uh, being a guy that you can count on. I would put this guy probably an early seventh-round prospect um, that will be a backup and rotational player early on in his career. You know, Production goes up, um, has good pro day, good testing. You, know, you see this player get into the sixth round, but I'm going to go early seventh right now. Coming out of Northwestern, playing for a very good head coach in Coach Fitzgerald, this is going to be a ready-to-go person in the NFL. You're not going to have to worry about the transition there. High football IQ is all that I've heard about this guy. Uh, he's going to do whatever you ask. I do think there will be a handful of teams that will not like this guy, but uh, his subgroup value should keep teams on him through the process, make them go get their hands on him, hopefully be a senior bowl or combine type player. Uh, I also think the success of Aaron Donald, who you know absolutely is on a different level athletically, will help this guy. Like I said, on a completely different level athletically, but you think about all the conversations with Aaron Donald, undersized, inside, outside, where is he going to play? Is he long enough? Is he big enough? I mean, Aaron Donald's answered all those question, questions. It will help guys like Ade out remain on boards and just you know for teams to do the work on him. And here's the thing. If the year does not pan out the way he wants it to, he can always head back to Northwestern, jump in the portal, and give it one more go. Again, that COVID redshirt gives him some flexibility. Either way, Ade, continue to tear it up for the Wildcats. Move on up the boards and uh, get yourself drafted high. That does it for him. On Thursday, we will take a look at a big arm out of the SEC. You won't want to miss that one. You can guess who it is. Leave me a note on Twitter at... Right step ADV, if you can guess the player, I can't imagine it'll be too hard to figure it out. Of course, tomorrow on our Wednesday special, we will have Draft Diamond's Damon Talbot on the program. Must listen as well. Uh, as you continue to watch football, enjoy it, whatever level, NFL, professional, um, college, high school, whatever you're doing. And in all the football that you watch, keep scouting.